Talking with Topher is sponsored by slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R before you check out and get an extra 10% off your purchase. More on that later. Let's get in episode 154. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back on this March 16th, 2023, and I'm so glad to have you all here with me. Um, I've got some self-reflecting to get into today, and I'm so excited for it. I've learned a lot over the last, I think, five days, and uh, I'm going to get into that. But before I do, let me start off by saying, Thank you to all of you. That's right. All my subscribers out there, you are what keeps me coming back here week after week. So thank you very much. If you're new, just popping by or checking out the podcast for the first time, maybe a friend sent you here, hey, click that subscribe button, all right? It's the most important thing you can do. It's literally what keeps me coming back here week after week. Um, And, you know, I don't like to talk too much about my subscribers, but I'm trying to get to 200. So subscribe. Um, and help me reach my goal before I hit the four-year mark. All right, go ahead, click that subscribe button. And, of course, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, you want to ask questions, uh, say that I was wrong about something, or tell your story, well, the official email of the podcast is talkinwithtofer at gmail.com. That's talkinwithtofer at gmail.com. Go ahead, send uh, your email out. You can type it. You can send an audio or a video. If you do, keep it under 60 seconds. That would be uh, very helpful, and uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing those. Um, again, that is T-A-L-K-I-N-Wittofer at gmail.com, the official email of the podcast. And remember, Talking With Topher is now on Rumble. That's right. I'm on Rumble. I'm on Spotify. Videos for Spotify show up a week after the audio is dropped because the audio comes out one day prior to the video dropping. So go ahead and check out the Rumble. Check out Spotify. Check it out everywhere. And the best way to do that, click this link. That's right. The Linktree link is going to give you access to everything TWT, including all my social media. So go check out all the Rumble, Spotify's, everything by clicking this link tree in the description below the video and go subscribe, follow, and check out everything TWT through the link tree. All right. And now with all that out of the way, let's get into today's episode. All right. So, man, I've been thinking about so much and I had a really, really tough um, Sunday. I really did. Uh, I recorded an episode, and I like to tear down this fourth wall. You know what I'm saying. Um, but, uh, yeah, I did not like anything the way it came out. I woke up late. I was in a bad mood, and I had a dark cloud over me. You been there? You, you ever felt that? Have you? Because I did. And I was like, man, 
why is this still happening to me? Why do I still have these days where I'm just fighting myself or I can't get out of my head um, or I'm not happy with anything that I'm doing? And I just, I don't know what it is. I don't know where it comes from. Um, if I did, I'd probably be able to get rid of it. You know what I mean? But it's still something in my life that I still deal with on a regular basis. This, this overwhelming feeling of not doing what I think is what I'm capable of doing, right? I always feel like I'm capable of so much more and I find myself trying to uh, talk myself out of something or I'm just trying to get it done to get it done and I'm not enjoying the process, um, which has been happening a lot more and more as uh, time has gone on. But the funk that I was in, I realized was just me. It was just me. I was in my head. I wasn't feeling good about myself and everything I was doing, I was not happy with. So I don't exactly know what got me out of it. You know, I ended up uh, throwing away that that podcast I recorded and now I'm here uh, recording again and now I feel better. You know, um, Monday was a great day at work. Um, I actually got to uh, go and work at the new chip factory that we are uh, trying to get established um, for Rap City. Um, and I'm getting in there and I'm helping out and I'm showing my potential um, to the owners, which makes me super excited. It made me feel better about myself. They were very pleased with everything that I helped them with, um, getting to show them that I can do more than uh, what they hired me for. So that, that was really nice and that felt good. After I was done doing what I was doing and showing them what I was capable of, they had me go to one of the locations and I got to be a secret shopper. It was so much fun. Um, you know, I took my notes. Uh, I did exactly what they asked of me. And then I was going back um, there on Tuesday. Now, Tuesday, we got some snow. Um, it was mostly rain here in Manchester. And then overnight, uh, we must have gotten like an inch or two. Uh, so I was capable of cleaning off my car and just driving over it. And I got to uh, the location, um, a little bit past eight, which I was said I was going to be there at eight, but I was a little bit past it. So whatever, you know what I mean? Like the snow slowed me down. There was a couple of cars off the road. There was this, there was that. It was only two, one northbound, one southbound. I didn't, I don't think I got over 35, 40 miles an hour on the highway, you know, just take it slow. I mean, if I'm, I'm already on my way, so if I'm a, little, a couple minutes late, it's not the end of the world, you know, but me not showing up because I crashed my car or went off the, off the road, I mean, that's worse, right? So uh, that's my rule of thumb. You know, like, just because you have to be somewhere at a specific time, most people are like, well, you're here, so thank you for showing up because nobody else did, right? That's usually the way it goes. So I go, I go through all those motions and I talk about uh, what I did, you know, uh, going to that location. And I, uh, you know, had to do some more projects in the, in the warehouse. And it felt good to be able to kind of show them how I'm capable of building things, how I'm capable of cleaning. And I like all that stuff anyways. Building things, organizing, and cleaning are like my strongest suits in life, period. Um, but, you know, after that, he was like, so Give me the, give me the, uh, uh, all the, give me the lowdown on what 
you went through. Um, how was it? And I went through everything and I told him exactly how uh, I observed everything. And he looked at me and he goes, I cannot wait to get you integrated into these stores. Now, I'll be honest with you. When he said that, I was confused, right? I'm confused. I'm like, what do you mean integrated? You know, because my monkey brain um, doesn't understand words at certain times. And I was tired and I had just finished uh you know, doing a bunch of stuff. And I was like, man, what does that mean? And I was talking to my wife about it, you know, last night. And she's like, uh, he's excited to get you into the stores because he can see that you'll, you're ready. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't comprehend that when he said it. Maybe it's because like, I didn't read any in excitement from him, but I will tell you, I'm excited for it. Um, you know, and I'm just looking forward to all of the new things to come with this position and, and I'm working really, really hard and I had to really, really push myself to get to this point. And that's what this is. That's what this podcast is all about today, right? I had to push myself for three months of just grinding in everything that I was doing, trying to learn the process of the whole, whole entire store, opening, closing, um, uh, money, backroom, ordering, uh, uh, all the prep, the afternoon lunch, the evening time, all of it. I was doing all this stuff for three months. I'm pushing myself and pushing myself. Mean, meanwhile, I'm also, also studying and taking modules if you know anything about uh cbls right um computer-based learning so i had to take this thing called serve safe um the serve safe is something that is required from me in order to be in my position now i don't have to have my thing up in one location i have to carry it around with me i will be serve safe everywhere i go which is great but i had to watch 10 hours of modules or cbls i like to call them take little tests in between, and then I had to take a 60-question exam after that. And then you don't get to move any further until you pass that. So as soon as I passed that, then I got to set myself up for the actual exam. So I take the actual exam. Now, there's a lot involved with this. You Let's just break it down real quick. You gotta, you you have to be isolated. You have to be in a room with a door closed. You can't have anybody coming in. They wouldn't even let me read my questions to myself. All right, so it was very very intense. I was more worried about them thinking that I was cheating or looking off uh, camera than what I was actually doing, which was taking the ninety question exam. So I take the ninety question exam and I pass. It was one of the best feelings I've had in a long time. It took a thousand pounds off my shoulders, right? And that has nothing to do with uh, last Sunday. This was uh, two weeks ago that this happened. But I felt good because I pushed myself so hard to learn the ins and outs of the operations of, 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 of Rap City. And then I had to take this exam in order to solidify my position in Rap City. And now I'm serve safe. I've done my three months and uh, my anniversary is coming up. That's right. St. Patrick's Day. It'll be 13 years 
And so I pushed myself so hard over those last three months that I just decided that it was like, okay, I need some time off, right? Need some time off to reflect, relax, and get some projects done. Well, with this giant snowstorm we got, all the projects I wanted to do are out the window. So I've got some other stuff to do. But then my exhaust breaks on my car. And I think this is what led me to being upset is because whenever, and I don't know if, if anybody else out there gets like this, but I do. It really, really uh, hurts me to my core. When you just plan and plan and plan and you're looking forward to maybe relaxing like I am or taking some time off or just, just enjoying whatever you have and, and just enjoying it. And then my exhaust breaks. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening, right? So the exhaust breaks, I'm, I'm dealing with that, and I got an appointment for this Friday to get that all taken care of. But where I was going with everything is that I pushed myself so hard that I needed to give myself some time to relax. And I'm just happy that um, the owners are super satisfied with my, um, my, what I've been doing, right? Um, you know, getting, getting it done, getting served safe. Uh, helping out here and there, showing them that I'm much more, I'm, I'm capable of much more than what they thought I was capable of doing. Um, and just, I'm constantly proving myself right now. And it, I think that's the hardest part about starting something over, right? Is that you're constantly trying to prove yourself and you're starting over every time. So I proved myself with the franchisee over Salem and, and Derry. Because I worked next to him for three months. He knew exactly what I was capable of. He knew exactly how I worked. And it was it was easy for me to get integrated with him. And now that I know what the word means, right, I can use it. Um, and, and, and that was great. But now I'm starting over again because now I'm working side by side with these two. And they are, um, you know, the people that hired me. And I haven't felt very comfortable around them. So now I do, um, and I think they, uh, you know, are seeing that they're, I, I hate to say it, but they're getting what they paid for, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the easiest way for me to do it. But back to Sunday, but, but with doubting myself, so I had all these good things happen, and then all of a sudden, Sunday, right, daylight savings time uh, kicks into effect, or yeah, yeah, we spring forward. Right. So I didn't get up until like eight o'clock. I was down on that. I was trying to I was struggling to get some bunch of stuff done. And then you got to pay bills. Right. I got to pay bills. So I'm paying bills. And then I'm like, man, what happened? Where did it all go? You know, and I get in my head about that. Are we going to have enough for the week? Am I going to have a, I got to get oil. I got to get this. Ah, freaking out, freaking out. Right. Puts me in a bad mood. Thinking about money always puts me in a bad mood. I fucking I hate money so much, you know, it's a hate love relationship with money. I think most people have it. If you have it, it's not that bad. Everything's good. But as soon as you don't have it, man, life just gets horrible. And all you can think about is all the money you don't have. And it puts, puts me into this funk, right? So I was super down. I was angry. I was mad at daylight savings time. I was mad at the fact that I was late. I was mad at the fact that I had no money. You know, and I'm not saying that I don't have any money, but this is the struggle in life, right? Right now, it's giant. P 
people are going from paycheck to paycheck. Um, you know, are you, are you paying all the bills? Do you have to use a credit card to put groceries in the fridge or put gas in the car? It's all very frustrating. So I got really down on myself. So I was unhappy with everything that I was doing on Sunday. And long story short, I just really was upset. And it took until about mid-afternoon, almost 5, 6 o'clock, to finally feel a little bit better. And then Monday and Tuesday happened, and I felt great, right? And I, Monday night, I got to go to jujitsu, and it really, really helped me turn everything around. It, it just tremendously helped my mental health, I guess you could say. Um, and I felt so much better, you know, uh, working with the guys Monday night. And then um, I woke up this morning, and I'm still in my spats from class this morning. Um, but I went in there, and I wasn't going to. Yeah, that's right. So yesterday afternoon, I get home, and uh, it was like, oh my God, 11.30? Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe 11.30, 12.30, right? And I text my wife, hey, I'm getting on the highway now. I'll be home shortly. Well, as soon as I got home, um, I had to shovel out or snow blow. And then get my car into the driveway, clean up with the shovel. So I didn't even get in the house until three, 2.30. So I was out there for three hours cleaning all this stuff up. I'm beat. I'm sore. I'm just exhausted. And, uh, you know, my wife looks at me and she goes, well, I'm going down into the hot tub. And, uh, you know, maybe you should too. And take some time and relax and just let this all go. So I took her up on that. And I was like, all right. And then we're talking, you know, just relaxing, talking. And she's like, do you know that 93 is closed right now? And I said, what? She goes, 93 on both sides is closed. As soon as you text me and said you were getting on the highway, I think it was 10 minutes later, they said that they closed down the highway for a bad accident and uh, power lines across it. I was like, oh, wow, I must have just missed it. And then, uh, you know, we finish up in the hot tub. We go upstairs, and on the news, they're talking about the highway being closed. And then there was over 160 different accidents and, like, 77,000 people without power. Absolutely crazy that, like, I just missed it going in and just missed it going home. But it just, just being able to relax and and take a little bit of time for myself and not diving into all the stuff I have to get done or worrying about the money and this and that just having that 30 minutes to sit and just do nothing and listen to you know I don't even know meditating tones I guess kind of put me in a different mood and you know I woke up this morning right and I'm feeling, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling a little sore from all the shoveling and everything the night before. And then I'm like, well, I, I, I kind of, I'm not sure if I'm going to go to jujitsu. I'm not sure, right? I'm questioning it. I go outside at five in the morning and I, I shovel, I snow blow. Um, I'm dealing with the neighbors next door. One, the guy upstairs is an absolute douchebag. I do not give a shit. He's a douchebag. Um, just almost hitting my wife's car one day, almost hitting both houses, just trying to get his Acura through this fucking snow. And Hey, hey, you know all the time you just wasted, you know, 
trying to get your car in the driveway, getting it stuck, almost hitting houses, almost hitting the uh, the, the lower neighbor's uh, vehicle, and it, it just craziness, right? Wow, 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 revving the engine. Instead of that, why didn't you just shovel, right? You know, I think that they think that it's my responsibility to do it, and they don't understand. Well, they do now, but they don't. They didn't understand that I do this for nothing. I do it for free. And it's not my responsibility 100%. You know, I don't mind cleaning the driveway because I have to get clean the driveway in order to get mail, in order to get oil, in order to get in and out, right, and go to work. So I have to do it, but I'm not going to do it, you know, I'm going to do it at, 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 on my time, on my time. But what stops them from picking up a shovel? So I ended up talking to the landlord. And uh, she's going to hire a a snow removal crew for next year. And I said, that is perfect. I'm not splitting this with you. And she goes, what? I go, no, 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 no. You're going to dump that entire thing onto them. This is their fault. The reason I can't get my driveway clean, the reason I can't do specific things right now that I normally can is because of that guy upstairs. He has completely made this impossible to clean down to the tar. It's just, it's so packed down and just the way he was revving the engine and oh my God, it was a nightmare. Watching him in the driveway, I just, I didn't know if I should get out of my house and be like, dude, what are you doing? This needs to stop. Just shovel the driveway if you need to get in. I do it, right? I shovel the whole driveway. I got my car in and then it snowed three inches. So, so dealing with all of that is very frustrating. And I can't stand it. But now they're going to get charged more. And there's going to be somebody here that's going to make them get out of the way. And they're going to take the snow. And they're going to push it out back. And they're going to clear the whole driveway. And I'm just going to have to shovel my stairs, my deck, and clear out my mailbox. So don't care anymore. It cost is on you. I'm not getting charged a penny for this. I, I did what I was supposed to. And these... The, the people living next door did not want to help me. I, I've just, I've just kind of lost it on this one. I mean, every tenant before them would see me out there snow throwing, shoveling, and they would come out and assist. They would help every single one of them. It was awesome. It was beautiful. These tenants think that it's my job. The lower tenant now understands that it's not. And the upper tenant, well, I, I don't even think he cares because I guess the guy downstairs tried talking to him after he almost, like, clipped his car or his wife's car. And he said he wouldn't, he, he, he didn't listen. He just keeps doing it. So I think this guy upstairs is just a 20-something who doesn't give a shit about anything else except for himself, which I can't hold that against him too much. Granted, I am you know, in my 40s, and I think differently. When I was in my 20s, I didn't give a fuck about anybody. I didn't give a fuck about anybody but myself. But you know what I did do? I shoveled, I cleaned off my car, and I never, uh, you know, I made it easier for me to get out of the snow um, unless I was driving like an asshole on the road and I got stuck. But I wasn't doing that in my own driveway. I at least want to get my driveway clean. You know what I mean? So... I don't know. Silly things like that really bother me. Um, Plus, I'm out there breaking my back and trying to get this all done. And they are just 
not very helpful, you know? And I just, so hopefully we can move past this. You know, hopefully this is the last snowstorm. And hopefully I've gotten out of my funk completely because I feel so much better for going to jujitsu this morning. Um, you know, I went and I wasn't sure if there was going to be classes. I, I came into the house after, after shoveling and cleaning up and uh, talking to uh, the guy downstairs and getting that all sorted. And I kept telling myself, oh, man, it's 7 o'clock. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to go. I don't think so. I don't. I, it, you know what? I got so much to do right now, right here, right now. I have to get this done. And, uh, and then as I'm doing my journaling and drinking my coffee and feeding my dogs and doing dishes and finishing up laundry, I'm like, it's like 8.15. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're not going to go to class? Why? So that you can go upstairs, record a podcast, get your editing started, take a shower, and what? Be miserable all day because you didn't push yourself hard enough? You know that the number one thing you're going to tell yourself after you don't go is that you wish you went. It happens every time. So I did. I pushed myself. I took another sip of my coffee. I closed my journal when I was done. I put on my rash guard, put on my spats, put on my gi pants. I packed up everything, started the vehicle, and that was it. I went to class this morning. I pushed myself out of that comfort zone. I pushed myself from telling myself that I can't do something because I don't have enough time to going, you have plenty of time to do this. You have all day, actually. All day. Now, do I want to be out there shoveling off the snow while the sun's melting it? Yeah, I do. But the snow's melting it, and you can get the cars in and out easily, right? So not as important as getting rid of, like, the majority of the snow, which has already been done. But now I got I got to go to class, right? And there was only three of us. It was amazing. I love when it's a small group like that because when it's a small group like that, Professor is so involved, right? And these are monsters. Two brown belts and Professor. So I went against two brown belts and a black belt today. I was destroyed. But you know what? I did what I could. I put up a good fight. And uh, I felt really good about going home after. I was like, you did it. You pushed yourself again. So when you feel... Like, you can't. That's when you need to go, I can. And I will. Right? I'm always, always pushing myself a thousand percent. A thousand percent. And sometimes it's rewarding. And other times, I kind of feel like I hit a brick wall. And I don't know if Sunday had anything to do with any of that. But I really was upset that I had the black cloud over my head. I like to call it a black cloud or the rain cloud was, you know, that fog where you just want to crawl into bed and do nothing. Yeah, I pushed through that too. I didn't do nothing. I got my stuff done. Was I hours behind? Was I mad at myself because I wasn't where I wanted to be at a specific time? Yeah, but I just kept pushing. And pushing and pushing. And I pushed yesterday. And I pushed on Monday. And I pushed today. I push every single day I wake up. 
and every single day that I do it and I get everything done, even if I'm late or on time or it takes me an extra, like I have to drag it into the next day in order to finish, I still feel better than when I tell myself I can't and then I don't because I know I could. So I'm telling you, you've got to push yourself every single day, no matter how bad it seems or how good it seems. Every push is the push is 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 a push in the right direction. It's a push in the right direction. And it's like without jujitsu in my life, I don't know if I would be where I am today. And I'm not saying you have to go and do jujitsu to get to where you need to be. But it gives me such a structure and such a baseline of just getting myself back to reality, getting myself to recognize that I'm not as strong as I think I am. I'm not as smart. I'm not as quick. And it all helps me realize that it's okay that I'm not, right? These are brown belts. Professor's a black belt. If you could just run through a brown belt or a black belt as a purple belt, well, then wouldn't that defeat the purpose of all of it? So even though I got tapped like 15 times (laughs) by three different people, I still felt so good because I showed. I went and I pushed. Um, But I just don't think, I think everybody needs a structure in their life. I really do. Whatever your structure is, whatever pushes you in the right direction, whatever gets you out of that comfort zone, it could be Muay Thai. I'm always going to go back to martial arts. I find that to be the hardest thing in my life. Maybe it's working out for you. And that's great too. I got to do more of that. I really do. I put on an extra 10 pounds in three months and my cardio is garbage, garbage. It's not fat. It's just muscle, but it's not right where I, it's not where I want it. Right. I, I need, I need to do better with working out and building my muscle and pushing myself in that direction. Um, but that's all taking time. Um, you know, so I just constantly feel like I need to be pushed. And if I'm not pushing myself, then I'm getting upset with myself. And I just, I can't get upset with myself when I push myself. You know what I'm saying? So I say, push yourself. Push yourself to exhaustion. Push yourself out of that comfort zone. I mean, I, I'm just falling asleep on the couch now. I think two days this week so far, I have woken up at 3.30 and 4.30 in the morning on the couch. It happens. It happens. My body gave up. I fell asleep. I woke up with my alarm and I was on the couch. I mean, what are you going to do, right? You're just going to, I got up and I made the coffee and then I went outside and I shoveled. I pushed myself. Don't be upset at yourself for sleeping on the couch. Do better next time. Go to bed, asshole. Right? That's it. That's all you got to do. So I think all of these things really helped put Sunday in perspective for me um, because it's not always going to be a good day. You're going to have bad days. It just depends on what you do with that. 
energy, that that sadness, I like to call it, because I do. I feel sad. I'm upset. But what are you doing with it? Are you sulking? Are you crawling back into bed and doing nothing? Are you avoiding all the things that make you upset? That's not the way to deal with that. No. When I get like that, I push myself again. And I, I, I pay the bills. And I look at the no money. And I... And I, and I and I go out and I get the grocery shopping done with the minimal amount that I have. Or I, I just do. I just do. And that cloud will never, ever get me to the point that it used to, which was I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to leave the house. And I wasn't going to look at the money I didn't have. Boy, oh boy, would that just make that cloud bigger. Nah, I do all of that now. And it's not fun, and it's not easy. But when you do it, and you get through it, man, does it feel great. So, everybody knows that Sunday was uh, spring ahead, right? This daylight savings uh, thing that we keep doing. I have been getting more and more into Neil deGrasse Tyson. And I bring this up because he had a couple shorts that really put daylight savings and and springing forward uh, into perspective for me. Now, these are older videos, and I just wanted to play them for you because I feel like daylight savings was is unnecessary. But supposedly, when you move the time, right, if we were to leave the time where it is right now all year, which is what everybody wants to do. Um, They say that come uh, fall and when the kids go back to school, it's dangerous for them to be out at the bus stop, which used to make sense when we all walked to the bus stop. But now it doesn't make that much sense because why? Well, everybody gets picked up at their house. I don't know of many places anymore that make kids walk to a stop sign or a street corner and there's a group of 10 people there and they get picked up all at once at on the school bus. Now it seems like, and this didn't even start until long after I got out of high school, but now they stop at every house, which is so annoying to everybody on the road, but it's safer for the kids. It's safer for the bus driver, I guess. So now that that's all being done that way, is it really that dangerous for a kid to be standing at the end of their driveway and waiting for a bus? I don't think so. Um, Do they do meeting spots anymore and pick up a group of kids on the school bus? Does that happen? I don't know. Talking with Topher at gmail.com. Tell me. Let me know. I don't know. I don't have kids. I don't think I'll ever have kids, so therefore, I'll never know. But go ahead and feel free to give me that information. Um, But, yeah, so with that all being said, is it okay for time to stay where it is right now where we have longer nights or more more light for night. I don't know how to put it, but is it better to just leave it where it is today? Okay, so I'm going to play you these two clips from Neil deGrasse Tyson's podcast, um, Star Talk. Um, And I think this is going to clarify a little bit more on why daylight savings exists today. And I think... I, maybe maybe it'll shock you as much as it shocked me. I had no idea. I always believe 
the BS that everybody's been telling me today about daylight savings, but this makes so much more sense to me. So let me play these two for you real quick, and uh, let's see if this makes sense to you. Nerd alert, daylight savings ends tonight. Ben Franklin has an idea. Let's move an hour from the morning daylight into the evening. And let's do that. Why? So that you can save candles. <laughs> candles. But we have electricity and electric lights. And we don't need an hour in the morning and the evening. And Ben Franklin helped discover electricity. So what are we doing? <laughs> That's so wild. All right, and this is the next one. <laughs> Every bit of sleep I can get. And when you take an hour from me, I am not a happy person. And I'm like, so what the hell is going on? Why do we even have this in the first place? Daylight saving time. Okay, so it goes back. We're talking about, you know, 18th century, early 19th century. So uh, cities weren't electrified. We had candles, you know, and probably... Do we have whale oil? Probably. But basically, you were awake in the daytime and slept at night. Okay. Okay. Come summertime, where the climate is delightful, and uh, you don't want to go to bed early. Okay? You don't want to go indoors early. You want to stay outdoors. So they figured out, let's take an hour from the morning, when you might have otherwise been sleeping through it, an hour of sunlight, and stick it at the end of the day. Give you an extra hour of sunlight just when you want it most. So, seemed like a good idea at the time. What? So, daylight savings was only to save candles and so that you could have some extra light at the end of the day instead of having it in the morning when you would be sleeping. That's all it's for? It's not for farming? It's not for agriculture? It's not to keep the kids safe when they're getting on the school bus? All of this for saving candles. We don't use candles anymore unless we uh, have no electricity, which is a very uh, difficult thing to deal with these days <laughs> since everything runs off of electricity. But I had no idea that this is the reason why we have daylight savings in the first place. So maybe we can leave it right here, you know? And it's like every time we turn the clocks back or turn them forward, we have the same conversation about keeping it where it is. And everybody argues that we can't. It has to be this way. And now I truly do believe that they are wrong. I do truly believe that we do this for nothing and it would be fine if we left the time right here as it is and never change these stupid clocks back and forth ever again crazy shit right that's so insane i was just like man i am so kind of tired of the argument that we gotta we gotta do this for the kids and well, if we don't do this, then harvest is going to be different. It, nope, nope, no. It was to give you an extra hour of daylight at the end of the day when you weren't sleeping and you didn't want to go inside because the weather was nice and you got to save some candles. 
<laughs> so that all is it's so crazy to me. Hi, Archer. My dog decided to come up. I don't know what you're doing up here. Somebody left the gate open. It was probably me. You want to say hi to everybody real quick before I put you downstairs? Come here. Come on. Say hi to everybody. Come here. Come here. Come on. Oh, this makes for great podcasting. Come on. Come here. Come here, buddy. Come here. goes my sign there we go say hi archer hey oh no it's barry i'm getting interrupted by the dogs now (laughs) this is my oldest he's 10 i think you guys may have seen him online there you go buddy he's so nervous (laughs) hey go down go down Oh, boy. Oh, boy. You guys are interrupting the podcast. Come here, Bear. Oh, there's Barry. So you can see Barry. He's tall enough. Oh, buddy. All right. So you guys got to go. Hang on. I got to fix this real quick. All right. Let's see here. You want to say hi? Come here. Come on. Come on. Say hi. I'm sure the viewers are loving this. This is exactly what they want, right? Me playing with my dogs. All right, all right, all right. This is probably a great time. This is probably a great time to take a break and let me tell you all about it is almost spring. And you know what that means. It is time to start thinking warm, sunshine, getting outside, and showing off all that New clothing you're going to get at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Not sure how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen. Or you can click the link in the description below the video. And before you check out, put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R. You're going to get an extra 10% off that entire purchase. All right. Um, There is so much uh, new stuff at Slowdown Clothing. And they have so much to offer you they've got skateboards um and all kinds of t-shirts and shorts for the kids they've got swim shorts for you they've got leggings for your girlfriend or your wife or your friends um they have so much to offer and the brand new snake and coil uh hats shirts the whole entire line go get that brand new kit it is so amazing and i love the high quality products at a great price when everything is moving so fast in the world don't you think it's time to just slow down so go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com today and if you're not sure how to spell it it's right here at the bottom of the screen or you can click the link in the description below the video and before you check out Remember to put in promo code T-O-P-H-E-R for an extra 10% off that entire purchase. And we're back. What's happening, everybody? Oh, my goodness. My dogs. Uh, definitely. <laughs> Man, they interrupted me. Uh, but they're so cute and fun. Archer is, uh, I think, God, I think he's 10 now. And uh, Barry just hit 8. So they are getting up there and, uh, you know. 
Always got to think about when they're not going to be around, which is always sad, but it's life. It's life, but they are adorable. And um, it got me thinking about something else, too. Do you remember where you were three years ago? And what did you have going on three years ago that you have either continued doing or that completely changed because of lockdowns and COVID and the pandemic? Um, I can tell you that three years ago, I was on a completely different path. I had everything mapped out. Um, I was looking forward to opening up a facility with friends. Um, we were going to get into the weed business. It was going to be so awesome. And as soon as the lockdown happened, everything went down the shitter. Um, and and, and it, it just faded away and it disappeared. And it was sad because um, we were all so excited for it. And now we're all on different paths. Um, you know, I'm in the food industry now. I got another friend that got into, um, God, carrier business. Um, I got another friend that wound up in construction. Um, so we all took different paths because of what happened to us three years ago. And, you know, that, that being said, you know, this podcast is ending its third season. You know, I've been doing this for three years come think April 6th, I think April 9th of 2020, I did my very first episode. Um, and you know, it's just, this has become a staple in my life. It's also become a burden in my life at times. Um, but at the end of the day, it really has done the main thing that I wanted it to do which was to keep me from drinking. It's, I hate going back to it, you know? I'm like, I, I, oh, it's a crutch. No, it, it, it's reality. The reality of my existence is I used to drink regularly, heavily, and ruin everything in my life. And ever since I've gotten jujitsu in my life, I got this podcast started, and I've, ha I've reached in and touched so many people out there over the course of three years. You know, even going back to the black cloud over my head before we get into Topher's topics. I really didn't know if I was going to do this week's podcast. And I had somebody come up to me in class Monday night. And they were like, dude, what's going on this week? Can you give me, can you give, give me a little insight of what you got going on this week? And I said, actually, I can't because everything I recorded, I hated. And I think I got to record again in order to even get anything up and up on YouTube. And he was like, dude, uh, you know, not for nothing, man, but I look forward to it every week and I'm really excited to see what you got to say this week. And I went, oh, shit. People do kind of rely on me getting a podcast out every week. They enjoy my content. And I was like, well, now I got to push myself again. I got to push myself again because not only...
do I have to record an episode on the day that I'm supposed to be editing a podcast? But now I got to record it and edit it all in the same day and get it uploaded and out there for all of you for tomorrow. It's insane. But that gave me inspiration and again gave me another reason to push myself out of my comfort zone and get this done. So going back to it over and over and over again, I constantly have to push myself. So I, I really respected what he said to me. I really did. I was, I was listening to him. And you know what? Sometimes it's not about you. It's about others. So when he told me that he was looking forward to this week's podcast and I was, just, I was leaving class and I was like, I don't even know if I'm doing this. It really changed my, uh, my thought process. And, uh, it's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Right. You know? So I got really excited about that. And, uh, you know, it makes me, makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. And I don't think I should be ashamed for feeling good. I don't think I should be ashamed for feeling proud. And I don't think I should feel ashamed for wanting to give up and then not giving up, you know? So again, always, always with the pushing, always with the pushing. It never stops. It never, ever stops. And when you stop pushing yourself, that's when you're going to slide backwards. That's when you're going to fail. And that's when everything's going to fall apart, you know? So I want to thank him for that. Um, not, not, I'm not going to shout him out or anything. I just don't feel like that's right. But you know who you are, and thank you so much for saying what you said to me after class on Monday. I greatly appreciate you. I appreciate all of you out there. But now it's time for Topher's Topics. I got some, I got some shit I want to talk about. There is some crazy stuff going on. It's just a couple of them, but, man, we got some interesting shit going on. So global warming is a thing, right? We all know it's happening. It's not stopping, it's continuing. But on record, data from NASA shows that 2022 was the fifth warmest year on record. Trends continue to show warming of temperatures across the world in New Hampshire. So I'm just gonna play this quick video. NASA and NO new NASA data oh, shows 2022 goodness. reached a new record high for CO2 emissions and the year finished 1.6 degrees Fahrenheit above the average from 1951 to 1980. It also tied with 2015 for the fifth warmest year on record and the past nine years have been warmest in recorded history. That statistic of the nine uh, most recent years being nine warmest years on record, that's incredibly striking. Uh, Dr. Leslie but, Ott, a climate uh, scientist for NASA says this ramp up of temperatures is not strictly from natural variability. We know that uh, climate change is caused by greenhouse gases emitted from human activities. 2022 was another in a series of years with a La Nina influence, a pattern that typically leads to cooler global air temperatures due to cooler than normal ocean surface water. But it was still exceptionally warm. 
among La Nina years. This was the warmest La Nina year on record. So basically the warmest of the cool years. NASA collects temperature data from thousands of surface weather stations across the globe. And they use satellite data to measure things like storm development and how fires or hurricanes impact communities. Those are some of the kinds of data sets that we get from satellites to tell us a whole lot more than just the temperature, but tell us how that temperature change actually affects uh, everyone around the world. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration also keeps records using surface station data and analyzes those observations independently using their own methods. Wow. Their 2022 summary found that global ocean heat content, or heat measured within 2,000 meters of depth, was at a new record high. This past December also ranked eighth warmest on record. Here in New Hampshire, the temperature has risen more than three degrees since the start of the 20th century, with the fastest warming occurring in winter, which has increased by over four degrees since 1900. This chart shows the warming trend for the Granite State and the future projections under different scenarios. It's still headed upwards, but the rate of future warming will depend on our rate of emissions. NOAA also projects an increase in annual precipitation for New Hampshire, especially during the winter. This graph shows that with higher emissions, total precipitation may be 10 to 15 percent more by the mid-21st century compared to the late 1900s. Regardless of methodology or who is collecting the data, the end results and overall findings are the same. Year after year, scientists at, at multiple agencies and really even agencies across the world look at the same data and verify each other's conclusions. So that's a, one of the ways that we have a lot of confidence in our findings. For forecasting our future, a meteorologist Jacqueline Thompson. Well, that is pretty crazy. I mean, if you think about it, having the the temperature go up three degrees, and I mean, what going up three degrees since the nineteen hundreds? I look. I've said this so many times now. I truthfully do believe that. The planet is warming, right? It is warming. This winter was crazy. We had a crazy heat streak. And then as soon as the heat streak went away, we got buried. And then we got buried again uh, this weekend. So I don't know if it's because of us out there. I don't know. I don't really believe that it's us. I don't. But I do believe that we're helping what is going on? I do believe we are assisting it, but it's already happening. But at the end of the day, the, the science proves that everything is warming up. And of course, they want to keep telling us it's emissions and it's our fault and the carbon footprint. And I get that. I feel like that's a scare tactic into reducing what we do. But there are a lot of people on the planet now. There's a lot. So the more people we have, the more stuff we're going to have. We're going to have more electricity, more emissions, more cars, more everything. So are we giving it the great assist? It's possible. Are we the complete cause of all of this? No, no. I got a feeling that this planet is changing like we change every seven years. All of our cells change. I believe the planet changes as well, and the planet's changing, and it's going through uh, maybe a growth spurt or something. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. 
It's pretty crazy, but when I saw that, you know, it was the fifth warmest year, I mean, it, it's it's going to keep getting warmer. It's going to keep getting warmer. Now, this next one is uh, a, a video of the robot that is taking a look at under the underneath of a glacier in the in Antarctica the doomsday glacier now i don't know much about this glacier but again i'm intrigued about what's going on why what's going to happen when this thing melts breaks off what what happens right so i wanted to play this for you and see what they have uh, seen with this robot and this glacier, right? Because I find this to be very interesting. It's happening, and we're all here to witness it. So let's, let's see what they say, right? So that's the robot there that they're straightening up. It's led by a cable, and this is the robot being dropped into the glacier. And it goes through the water and it's actually going to keep so it's still going through the glacier right because this part of the glacier is in the ocean and then boom it hits the dirt and now we're underneath the glacier and the florida sized glacier could raise sea levels more than two feet if it melts i mean that's pretty intense however the rate of the melting is much slower than scientists expected well then see maybe it's not that bad huh they made it sound like this glacier is melting rapidly and we're gonna see a giant increase in water everywhere very shortly and at the end of the video it's slower i don't know i don't know are we causing it are we not causing it? Are we speeding it up? Are we not speeding it up? The glacier is melting really fast and we should worry about it. And then the glacier is not melting really fast. It's actually slower than they expected. <laughs> hey, I, don't, I can't make this shit up, man. I, I just don't understand all of it because it's so back and forth. Everybody's got a difference of opinion. Everybody says it is, but it isn't. So now we have to make the educated guess on whether or not we're causing it and just do our best from person to person to not contribute as much as they tell us we are. You know what I mean? So I'm not letting it keep me up at night, but at the same time, I'm like, man, what is going on? Is it, is it us or is it not us? And right now I'm on the fence where I don't believe it's us as much as it is the planet changing. Uh, let's see. My next one here. Is scientists find evidence of a new layer at the Earth's inner core? Here's my thoughts on this real quick. That picture I just showed you was the Earth, right? And then they have the crust. And then there's a new layer underneath the crust. That's some molten lava underneath the ocean, which is crazy to me because the ocean is so deep. So our planet is like, crazy obviously it's got more depth to it right and there was a um simpsons thing where where homer uh was on a bungee bungee cord or something 
And he's going through all the layers and down at the bottom of the layer. Excuse me. At the bottom of the layers is the mole people and, you know, they're causing the earthquakes and all this weird stuff. But, like, the, the, the planes were flying low to their houses and redirecting them over the poor people's houses and not having them fly over the rich people's houses. And it's like, did they predict the future? You know, it's crazy over the 36 years that they've been on air, how many things they've predicted to become true. Same with South Park. I mean, just crazy the shit that they come up with that winds up being true. And it was just supposed to be funny and fictitious. But let me see if this one has a a video I can show. No, it doesn't. So you're just going to get my thoughts on this. But I'll show you the picture again. Um, I think that right here, let me see if I can blow this up for you real quick. So right here, the center of the earth is this gleaming ball of light. Now they say every planet was a star. We're all stars or made up of material where stars come from. So if you ask me being the the not knowledgeable person that I am, I believe that that center is the star and everything around it is what encrusted the star and then somehow, don't ask me how, but the planet built itself around the star. I don't know if this is true, Sounds crazy to me, but if if all planets are stars, wouldn't that make sense that we ourselves are a star and then we crusted over the star and it just kept building layers like the stars sp- spitting lava, or whatever it's spitting and it's creating a crust and it just gets cooler and cooler as it grows out and then all of a sudden... You have this layer of crust that's capable of catching water and and producing dirt and, and plants and grass. And it's all because of the atmosphere that surrounds us. And it created a moisture of some sorts, which therefore allowed everything to cool and continue growing and, 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 and so on and so forth. And now we have the top layer, which is our oceans and our continents and everything that we know today. But that all held to be that all had to be built around the star that's in the center of our planet. I know I don't I don't know what I'm talking about. I understand. But maybe maybe I'm on to something. I'm not sure. But I think I think we are. A giant star. I think we are a giant star. All right. Uh, now for some, now for some fun ones. All right. We're talking about we're talking about Earth. We're talking about stars. We're talking about climate. Let's talk about <laughs> a woman describes harrowing moments trying to save neighbor fatally attacked by an alligator. Man, fuck those things, right? Oh my God. Let's see. It's almost too much. 
much to imagine. You can see how calm and peaceful this lake here is behind me, but a horrifying scene unfolded here just around noon today. Neighbors who live here tell us that this 85-year-old woman was walking her dog along the banks when suddenly a 10-foot-long alligator lunges out of the water, attacks, and kills her. This is cell phone video taken by a resident as trappers pulled the 10-foot alligator out of this pond. People here in Spanish Lakes Fairway say the gator often sunned on the banks. Today, FWC says it attacked and killed an 85-year-old woman. At approximately 12.07 this afternoon, our emergency operations center received a call that there was an incident in this park, which is Spanish Lakes Fairways, uh, which is located just west of 95 off Injura Road, involving a resident and an alligator. The sheriff's office helicopter helped locate the alligator and trappers came in and caught it lurking on the bottom of the lake. Yeah, he fought pretty good. Definitely fought pretty good. Snagged him on the bottom. Um, he never surfaced. He stayed down the whole time. We were able to get a second hook in him and then get a hard line in him so we could get him up. Trappers say any nuisance gator over four feet long can be legally removed from a residential lake like this. He's big enough to be removed. He shouldn't be here. Yeah. Definitely. FWC isn't offering many details. Neighbors say the victim was walking her dog. It is unclear whether mm -hmm. the gator pulled her into the water, and if so, whether she was able to get back out. It all was a shocking reality for people who live here. So I wanted him out of here. I wanted him euthanized and removed. And then I said, wow, that's a big one. Never seen any alligator that close to me that big. And that alligator is now gone if they got the right one. Residents here tell me there's lots of alligators in these lakes all around. Some of them come up in their backyards and sun under their cars. And in fact, in this very lake, they say there's another one. Holy shit. I'm sorry. These things need to be eliminated from the planet. Uh, or at least from residential areas. It's like black bear and brown bears and tigers and all these other animals that we keep allowing to survive because they, they need to, well, we're in their space and they need to live. Hey, hey, guy, uh, the, the alligator is not paying taxes. It's not doing anything good for anything. They are predators. If you don't think dinosaurs existed, we live amongst dinosaurs today. That's right. They're alligators and birds. That's right. Chickens are dinosaurs. They've been around forever. They survived the, the comet. These fucking creatures survived the comet. Now an 85-year-old woman is no longer on the planet because of this monster. It's a literal monster. Turn it into a suitcase. Get rid of them. Anytime anybody sees an alligator near their property, it should be fair game to shoot that thing in the fucking head, turn it into a pair of boots and a belt, and call it a fucking day. God damn it, man. I can't stand these monsters. And I'm sorry, if I lived in Florida, I would never walk near water, especially with a small dog. Those alligators want a small dog for a snack, but it got the whole meal. An 85-year-old woman. Holy shit. That is crazy. Absolutely crazy. I've been looking around because I just had a electrical flash and I thought I lost my recording, but I think I'm still here. So 
Hooray. <laughs> all right. What do I got now? All right. So I have no idea what this is all about. I saw it yesterday. It popped up on my phone. Manchester police use shot spotter system to detect gunfire in the city. What? The Manchester Police Department is using a new tool to answer the call for help. It's called Shot Spotter. A Shot Spotter is a gunshot detection technology. So, Using devices that are placed on buildings throughout the city, the technology uses acoustic wavelengths to detect when a gunshot goes off. In the computer algorithms, they can detect uh, whether or not it is actual gunfire or it's a firework versus a car backfire or something oh. like that. If it is gunfire, an alert is sent to dispatch. Um, and it's also going to have audio of the gunfire incident so that they can play it back and hear what's going on. Um, and wow. then what can happen is the dispatchers are going to um, immediately notify the officers and the officers will start responding. ShotSpotter provides an exact location of the shooting, latitude, longitude, and address. If there's an alert, they can, the dispatcher can zoom in and even look at the satellite view. This will help us um, identify those spots even better um, so that we're making sure to put our officers in the right places to deter, to deter a crime before it happens. This is all part of a two-year pilot program with a price tag of just under $300,000. The funding is provided by federal grants. This is an important tool oh. for the local police department, so uh, we were pleased to be able money to partner too? with them to secure these funds. So the system is live and active right now. After that two-year pilot program, the police department will analyze the data and decide if this is something this city should adopt full-time. Reporting live, I'm Tim Callery, WMUR News 9. Wow. That's wild. Okay, so does anybody remember a TV show where the guy built the AI and it went through the entire, all the camera systems, everything and they were they were being called up on like pay phones and stuff um by the ai and it was telling them you know something bad was going to happen here and they needed to go stop it god it was such a good show and i can't remember the name because i ah, man it must have ended almost four or five years ago um damn it i'm not going to remember but it was such a good show, and I was like, man, I don't know if this is ever going to happen. Well, it seems like it's happening, because that, that, that show could pick up gunfire, it picked up voices, and it pinpointed uh, uh, the enemy and, and helped them find the enemy, and, and now it seems like all this stuff is coming true. I mean, with all the cameras on the highways and people getting speeding tickets without cops even catching them, or now you can't go through a toll without paying, without getting something in the mail, um, now we're going to have ways of capturing and figuring out exactly where gunfire, and if it is gunfire or not, where it's coming from, pinpoint that, have playback capability, and the cops arriving at the scene will have an exact location of exactly where that gunshot off, gunshot went off. And I mean, they could probably be there within minutes of that gunshot going off. So, I mean, it, it the technology that we have today is insane. It's crazy that we're going to be having all of these capabilities. It's just, um, it's kind of cool, kind of scary. And uh, do grants come from taxpayer money? 
Or does that come from the feds? I don't know. They said it's federal grants, but I feel like uh, all the times I had to pay in on my taxes, you know, that's where that's coming from, even though that's the IRS. But I don't know. I feel like no matter what happens, we all pay for it. Um, but this is something that they're trying out here in Manchester, New Hampshire. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, we're not the only ones trying it out. And um, we'll see if it helps. You know, there's been a lot of guy, gun violence in a lot of areas, especially uh, Boston, Dorchester, um, lots and lots of, uh, I mean, there's like a fucking shooting every day now in, in Boston. It's crazy. It's somebody else just died, like a young 14-year-old and, 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 and a mother. Where the kid was killed and the mother was injured, and it was all from a shooting. So it's happening more and more and more. I don't know exactly why it's happening more and more, but to be able to pinpoint it and get to the scene of that crime quicker may help uh, catch the shooters before they're capable of doing it at least again, you know? But, you know, I, I God, I wish I could remember the name of that show. It's going to bug me now. But, yeah, so crazy shit going on and new technology helping uh, pol uh, police uh, to find where the gunfire is coming from. And I think it's, I think that's a good thing. Um, cause I do want him to catch the shooter faster. Um, you know, I don't want, I don't want him out on the street any longer than they need to be. I don't want to catch a, get caught in a crossfire, you know, and it seems like it's more, uh, um, domestic disputes that are having this happen instead of just, uh, like a gang shooting, which I don't know if you heard about the gang shooting. I can't remember the location, but it was on some street corner. Two people died, and then there was a reporter uh, on that street corner reporting on the, 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 the shooting and the two people getting murdered, and then all of a sudden, the reporter and a child were shot in the same street corner. The same, no, the next day, broad daylight, I don't know if, like, the people that were shooting up that corner were like, hey, you're not supposed to be on this corner. We just killed the people that were on this corner. So they shot the reporter and an, and an innocent bystander. Um, and same corner. Just horrific. Just horrific. You know, people are unhinged today. And, um, you know, going back to where we were three years ago, you know, I, it felt like things were quieting down. And I'm telling you, we're we're... We're on the upswing of this um, because as more and more people lose their jobs, I think uh, Meta is letting go of 10,000 people by Friday. Um, so you're going to see 10,000 more people out of jobs. I don't care how much you try to tell us that you've, uh, you know, we've, we've created jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still more people getting fired today and let go than, than ever. And all of those people have mouths to feed and roofs to keep over their head. And when they're out of a job, this is what happens. So it's, it's, it's a crazy time to be alive. It really is. Watching all of this go down, it makes you feel like everything's ending uh, around you. But trust me, keep pushing yourself forward. Try to push all of this to the side and worry about yourself and what you're doing and keep that focus strong because when you push through all of this bullshit and get out on the other side, 
you, myself, and anybody else that's doing it is going to be a better, stronger person for doing it. And I just want to thank everybody for subscribing, watching, all of you out there who have clicked that button for me. Thank you so much. Uh, you, you all mean, you mean a lot to me. All right. And, um, I just appreciate all the support. Keep sharing and, uh, spreading the word. Like I said, I'm trying to get up to 200 subscribers before the third season of this show ends and we gear up for season four. Um, if you are new, or just checking it out, or maybe somebody sent you a link to this podcast right here, go ahead and click the subscribe button, all right? It's the one thing I'm asking everybody to do. It's free for you to do. This is not free for me to do. So go ahead, click that subscribe button. I greatly appreciate it. If you want to get more involved with the podcast, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. So go ahead and send an email over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. And then, of course, Talking with Topher's on Rumble. Yeah, that's right. Rumble and Spotify. The Spotify videos go up one week after the audio is released because the audio is usually released 12 hours before the video goes live. So go ahead and click this link tree link right here. It's in the description below the video. It's going to give you access to everything. TWT, the Rumble, the Spotify, all my social media. If you want to get more involved with TWT, go ahead and click this link tree. Go follow, subscribe. I greatly appreciate all of you. And now I hope you have an amazing rest of your Thursday. Enjoy your weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later.